Welcome to week 14 of your weekend updates. Guys, the season is winding down and things are getting pretty crazy. Um, as you know, it's conference championship week. The college football playoff rankings come out a little bit later today. So please check our X or Twitter, however you want to call it, where we will give you guys the updates on, hey, here's who's playing um, and bowl updates as they get released, right? So stay in touch. We uh, we want to keep giving you that, that guy's the information. So first game, UW Huskies played Oregon and UW did what people thought they really couldn't, right? They won a game on a neutral site against a really good Oregon team. And what can you say, right? I think Vegas had Oregon at minus nine, so favored by nine. And it just it wasn't the right pick, right? So good teams uh, play well, but great teams cover. Uh, and that's what they were able to do. But uh, no matter what you say, you know, UW's going to be in the playoffs. Uh, and it's impressive for them. I'm happy for them. I hope they have a lot of success. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think Michael Penix had the Heisman moment that many were expecting for him to have. And, you know, I, I like the win, but I don't think you can give him the Heisman based off of that win alone. Um, but the thing that I worry about with UW is, you know, most likely the teams that are going to be in the playoffs are going to be Michigan, Bama, maybe Texas and Georgia. I understand it's the it's the most deserving teams. Uh, it's the most best teams, not the most deserving. So FSU, well, they are undefeated. Are they really going to be better without their quarterback than, you know, a Georgia, right? And Georgia played a soft schedule outside of its conference, so it's really hard to say that, you know, Georgia deserves to be in it. But on a 29-game winning streak, you're back-to-back defending national titles. It's hard to leave them out just for that alone. So uh, I, I don't think UW can beat Michigan or Bama or Georgia or Texas, but I think they can beat FSU. So if UW gets in as your two seed and they play the three seed and the three seed is somehow FSU, I can see a win happening. But I'm more than likely what I'm thinking it's going to be is it's going to be Michigan, UW, Bama, Texas. Or you could flip Texas at three, Bama at four. Regardless, this is still going to be an incredibly interesting college football playoffs. Now, Bonix, uh, he failed to knock off Washington twice, so he's definitely not going to uh, get the Heisman, in my opinion. So I think it's either going to be Penix or Jaden Daniels for LSU. And I think Jaden Daniels was the more impressive player year-round. I understand his team wasn't undefeated, but winning is not a quarterback stat. It's not how it works. It's a team stat. So if we're going to go with, hey, yeah, Penix is the best player on his team, then sure, yeah, he deserves the Heisman, but he wasn't the best player in the nation. So it'll be interesting. I hope, you know, if he does win, that's great. Uh, I hope UW has good luck in the playoffs. I just don't know if I necessarily see it happening that way. Um, but it is poetic to watch UW go 12-0 and uh, and, you know, win it all in the last year of the Pac-12. So congrats to UW. Uh, UW will play well. We, we don't know, right? So check our Twitter. We'll have the updates for you. Now, next, we had your Central Washington Wildcats play your Colorado School of Mines, where unfortunately they lost 14 to 38. You know, and they went into halftime tied 14 to 14. It was an amazing game, but to open the third, they went three and out, and Mines scored on their drive, their first drive of the second half to take the lead. Um, from there, they never really looked back, but 
you know, Central fought hard um, and, you know, tough against the number one seed, but they fell short. But it's it's sad to see the way see the season end the way it did. But look at the positives. The Wildcats finished the season nine and four, seven and one in the conference and could have won the conference had they won their last game. Um, they won their first playoff game since 2009 and knocked off three Division two opponents. It's impressive. The Wildcats are back on track, and it's safe to say safe to say Chris Fisk has built a culture that he will continue to build upon with winning, hard work, and grinding out really, really good wins. Central season is unfortunately over. Now, over in Idaho, we had your Boys State Broncos play UNLV, where they won 44-20. And wow, Boise got the nod, along with UNLV, with the computer systems. And after UNLV had a pick six to tie the game at 14-14, Boise State just went off. I am not one for stats telling the picture of a game, but listen to this. Quarterback Taylor Green, Taylor Green, excuse me, went 12-15 for 226 yards and two touchdowns. He also had eight rushes for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Ashton Ginty, who was basically non-apparent in the first half, really got going in the second half, toting the ball 21 times for 153 yards and a touchdown. Now, Boise State becomes the first school to win a conference championship with an interim head coach. And it's hard to explain just how improbable this season was for Boise State. At one point, this team was having its worst season since joining the FBS in 1996. After a loss to Fresno State on November 5th, ESPN had them at a 0.5, sorry, 0.1% chance to actually make the conference championship game. Just make it, not even win, 0.1. Yet they made it. They won, and now they're going to play someone from the Pac-12 in the L.A. Bowl on December 17th. Hats off to Boise State. What an amazing, amazing win. Now, your Idaho Vandals played Southern Illinois, and they won 20-17. But let's talk about this. Perhaps the most intriguing game of the weekend, Southern Illinois, who has one of the best defenses in the FCS, no denying that, actually built a 10-0 lead in the second quarter. Now, Idaho was able to kick a field goal as the second quarter expired to go into halftime down 10-3. to From there in the third, both defenses would actually hold each other scoreless, except Jermaine Jackson returned to punt 86 yards to the house to tie the game up 10-10. to Southern Illinois responded with an 11-play, 75-yard drive in which they took a 17-10 to lead. Now, Idaho would respond with a Hayden Hatton drive, as he had three catches for 61 yards on a drive that was a total of 83 yards. Now, they tied the game 17-17, but here's where things got absolutely crazy. Southern Illinois drove down, drove the ball down the field, set up a potential game-winning field goal with three seconds left. But Idaho broke through the line and tipped the ball to make it fall short and force overtime. Now, Southern Illinois got the first crack in OT, but they threw an interception. Then Idaho had their chance, and they ran the ball right up the sideline, walk-off touchdown, right? No, not at all. What happens is that they didn't review the play, in which the running back was called out on the nine, but they didn't review it, where you can see clearly he was inbounds for a game-winning touchdown. Now, here's where the real issue comes in. 
Idaho got a penalty for excessive celebration, unsportsmanlike conduct. But that play would be that penalty would be null because it would have just been a walk off touchdown, dead ball foul. Doesn't affect the game because the game's over. Well, they're celebrating so much because they think they just won the game. The refs are like, nope, he stepped out. Here's a penalty, by the way. So kind of a BS call. But they don't review the call. Idaho calls a timeout so the refs have more time to think about reviewing it, and they still don't. And by the way, they're showing the replays. He did not step out. Yes, it's close, but it's not like a, eh, no, he did not step out. And they refuse to review it, which is still ridiculous to me. But the officials never reviewed it. Idaho ran the ball a couple more times, set it up, took a knee on the 10-yard line, called in their kicker and said, hey, you're going to win the game for us. From there, their all-conference kicker kicked the field goal right down the middle to win the game for them 20-17. to 30 years to the day since Idaho has won a has won a FCS playoff game. And they're back. I've been saying it all year. They are back. Now, Idaho will host U of Albany in their next game. Now, your College of Idaho Coyotes played the Grandview University, and they won 31-17. Now, this was way easier of a game because after a slow half in which Grandview got a lead 9-0, the Oats came out firing, scoring 14 points to Grandview's 8. Going into the fourth, the Oats were down 14-17, to but from there, they scored 17 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to win 31-17. to Now, the Yotes are going to go on the road and play Kaiser University next week, where if they win, they will get a trip to the championship. Over to Montana, where your Montana Grizzlies played Delaware and won 49-19. There's really nothing here to say. Montana dominated the whole game, and they will play Furman next week. Now, your University of Montana Bobcats played NDSU, North Dakota State University, for those who don't know, and they actually lost 34-35. to Now, this game's heartbreaking. NDSU has now won five straight over the Bobcats, and some would say they have their number. Now, this was crazy, as Montana State was in control most of the game, but they did lose Tommy Mellett, and Sean Chambers was not healthy, so they were hampered. But in overtime, NDSU scored to go up 35-28, to but it's called football, so Montana State's going to get a turn. And they did. One play, 25 yards, touchdown. Now, all they need to do is kick the PAT, tie this thing 35-35, go back on offense, answer, shut down NDSU, go off the field. You got to win. You had a bye. Field goal blocked. Game over. NDSU wins 35-34. Montana State's season is now over. It's sad because Montana State had a really, really good team this year. But unfortunately, they just weren't able to pull it out. So now we are sitting here with Idaho still alive, College of Idaho Yotes still alive in the NIIA, your Montana Grizzlies still alive, Bobcats over, Central Washington over, Huskies alive in playoffs. So we really have a good amount of teams uh, from here. We're just going to keep guys updated. Keep coming back in for weekend updates. Check the Twitter. Those are where the updates are getting posted on the day-to-day. 
listen, guys, I, I've really enjoyed this season. As always, keep interacting with us, letting us know how we can improve because I want to be the best we can possibly be. Have a great day, guys. Have a great week. <laughs>